For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Shot in 4K ultra high definition. Your number one source for local news. WRAL News. Coverage you can count on. It is 4.30. We're taking a look at Chapel Hill. Gorgeous start to the week. We're going to see lots of sunshine and mild temperatures, but enjoy it while you can because it's about to change. Using new technology to increase security in schools. The steps education leaders in one county are taking today to keep weapons out. And new this morning, police in Atlanta are the targets of a violent protest. The chief's strong words as dozens are arrested after this attack. I'll show you that video here, 4.30 on your Monday morning. I'm Jeff Hogan, good to have you with us. And I'm Renee Chiu, here we are at a Monday again, and it is a cold start. Had to wear the uh, winter coat, meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner in the WRL Severe Weather Center, but this afternoon's going to still feel really nice. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those true spring days. It's chilly in the morning and nice and warm in the afternoon. It's 42 degrees uh, around the Triangle area. This is a live look at Zebulon right now. Our winds are calm, so that's definitely a good thing. It doesn't feel any colder than it is. But look at this, some 30s on the map, 34 in Roxborough, 38 Southern Pines, 42 in Fayetteville, 41 in Rocky Mount. We're going to need to get used to temperatures like this and even colder as we get through the next couple of weeks. Now, today is going to be gorgeous. We take a look at our hour by hour forecast. Our temperatures are in the 40s, but we quickly climb into the mid to upper 60s by lunchtime and then into the low 70s as we get into the afternoon. A couple degrees warmer than what we saw yesterday. Tomorrow looks the same as today, but we begin to see a huge pattern change midweek. It's likely to stay with us for a couple of weeks, and it's going to feel a lot more like winter. I'll show you coming up. Tonight, school leaders in Harnett County are expected to talk about weapons detection equipment. This comes after a rash of weapons and threats on school campuses across the viewing area. In Harnett County, a fourth grader brought a loaded gun to Irwin Elementary School last month. And just last Monday, Star Academy in Lillington went into a code red lockdown after a loaded gun was found in the backpack of a 13-year-old boy. Nearby Johnston County schools are currently installing weapons detection technology. Wake County Schools has dismissed similar proposals for metal detectors. Governor Roy Cooper will deliver his State of the State address tonight. He'll speak before a joint session of the legislature. Lieutenant Governor Mark Robinson will deliver the Republican response immediately after the governor's speech. The address starts at 7 tonight. You can watch it live here on WRL and on WRL News Plus. You can get WRL News Plus wherever you stream on the WRL News app and on WRL.com. It's also available on Channel 34 and Spectrum Channel 1257. You can also listen to WRL News Plus on the radio. Go to 99.3 in Raleigh, 96.5 in Durham, and 101.5 HD3 across the entire triangle. People who live near an intersection where four people died in a fiery crash say they want the state to make safety improvements there. That crash happened yesterday afternoon on Highway 13 in Cumberland County. That's Hayfield Road there. You see it on this map here. That's a rural part of the county between Eastover and Wade. Troopers say the driver of an SUV ran through the stop sign on Hayfield Road and into the path of an oncoming tractor trailer. All five people who were in the SUV were ejected from the vehicle. 
Four died at the scene. The fifth was airlifted to the hospital with life-threatening injuries. The driver of the tractor trailer was also taken to the hospital, but is expected to recover. Road work that will close a busy intersection near the state fairgrounds could start tomorrow. Crews are planning to start work at the intersection of Blue Ridge Road and Hillsborough Street this past weekend. But the DOT postponed that work because of weather. The plan is to make Blue Ridge Road pass underneath Hillsborough Street, the railroad tracks, and Barrel Road. The DOT says it's all part of a larger construction plan to make the intersection safer for people attending events at the state fairgrounds and PNC Arena. This morning, we'll learn what are the most common scams affecting people in North Carolina and how you can protect yourself from them. Attorney General Josh Stein is holding a news conference at the Department of Justice at 10 a.m. It's part of how state leaders are working to protect North Carolinians from fraud during National Consumer Protection Week. A person is dead after a crash on Lake Wendell Road in Johnston County. It happened just after 8.30 last night between Wendell and Archer Lodge. The WRL breaking news tracker was there. Authorities say a Ford Mustang crossed the center line and hit a Toyota SUV head on. The SUV driver and her passenger went to the hospital. Their injuries are not considered life threatening. The other driver died. The name has not been released yet. A motorcyclist is recovering after a crash on Lewisburg Road in Raleigh. This happened at the Spring Forest Road intersection. WRL breaking news tracker arrived on that scene to find the motorcycle in the street there. The police say the motorcycle struck the back of a Hyundai sedan. The motorcyclist was treated for minor injuries and no one else was hurt. New this morning, four Americans kidnapped in Mexico may have ties to North Carolina. The FBI says the four were riding in a white minivan with an NC license plate when they crossed the border into northern Mexico Friday. Agents say men with guns fired shots at their car, then kidnapped them shortly after they entered the country. The FBI is offering a $50,000 reward for their return. The agency has not released the names of the people who were kidnapped. Here this morning, police in Atlanta have detained dozens of protesters at the site of the city's future police training center. This chaos erupted there last night when police say protesters coordinated attacks against police. It included burning construction equipment, throwing rocks and Molotov cocktails. There are no reports of any injuries, but police say this was a serious attack. This was a very violent attack that occurred this evening, very violent attack. This wasn't about a public safety training center. This was about anarchy, and this was about the attempt to destabilize. Authorities say many of those will face charges, and many of them who will were from out of state. This morning on Today, three jurors from the Alec Murdoch trial will speak about their experiences. It's an exclusive story you'll see only on NBC. The jurors are expected to talk about how they reached their guilty verdict in the case of the disgraced South Carolina attorney now convicted of killing his wife and son. Today airs at 7 right here on WREO. Trapped by snow for nearly two weeks, the pleas for help from people in California after historic winter storms there. Plus... It's really a uh, something that we have never seen before. A huge fire in New York City blamed on an e-scooter. How fire crews say it started and their massive effort to put the fire out. And a live look right now, Clinton on this very nice Monday morning. It's a little chilly to start, but it's going to be great later today. Meteorologist Elizabeth Gardner will join us after the break with a look at the hour-by-hour -hour forecast where you live.
is 440. Here's a live look at Goldsboro this morning. It's a nice quiet morning. It feels nice outside. It's a little bit on the cool side, so don't let that surprise you. Our temperatures are in the upper 30s and low 40s in some places this morning. So when you're heading out the door to uh, walk the dog, grabbing a, a I, I came in in my big coat this morning. Y'all might all laugh at me, but I hate to be cold. And then we're going to shed the coats. Look how fast we climb up into the mid to upper 60s. We hit 69 yesterday, and it was so beautiful with all that sunshine. We'll see that by lunchtime today. So if you have the opportunity to be out at lunchtime, it's going to be fantastic. And then our temperatures climb on up into the 70s. We'll see another really mild day tomorrow. But on Wednesday, our pattern completely changes, and I'll show you how long our temperatures may stay cooler than normal. Coming up. Thanks, Elizabeth. A station master accused of causing Greece's deadliest train crash in history will await trial in jail. The 59-year-old testified for hours in front of a court yesterday and was charged with homicide and endangering transportation safety. Prosecutors say the man directed the two trains onto the same track, resulting in the head-on crash. At least 57 people died in the collision, most of them in their teens and 20s. Greece's government has promised safety changes and an investigation. A massive protest in response to the deadly train crash ended in clashes with police in Greece. New video shows officers using tear gas. They say a group of people started throwing items, including firebombs, and injured seven officers. But the protests, for the most part, stayed mainly peaceful, and more than 12,000 people were there. An exploding battery in an e-scooter sparked a massive fire in New York City that left seven people hurt, including five firefighters. The scooter's lithium-ion battery exploded in the back of a supermarket in the Bronx yesterday morning. In a matter of minutes, flames tore through that store and the laundromat next door. More than 200 firefighters responded within a matter of minutes, but they were just unable to control that fire. The e-bike uh, fire is so, it's just so much force behind it so quickly. Like I said, under five minutes, we already were putting water on that e-bike fire and it had already spread throughout the building. It's really a, uh, something that we have never seen before. Now, five firefighters, an EMS member, and a power worker were all hurt, but are expected to be okay. In 2022, lithium-ion batteries were cited as the cause of more than 200 fires in New York City alone. Hundreds of school nutrition professionals are heading to Washington this week to urge lawmakers to support school meal programs. Federal statistics show food prices at primary and secondary schools in the U.S. jumped more than 300 percent in January compared to January 2022. A new report finds some companies that provide foods to public schools are now charging more than schools are budgeting. Some school systems say they are now offering more finger foods because they can't always afford to buy plastic utensils. President Biden is addressing the International Association of Firefighters in Washington today. It's something no president has done in over 20 years. The association is calling for a number of changes to protect the health and safety of firefighters across the country. One big concern is the chemicals in firefighter gear and attire called PFAS. Those chemicals are linked to liver and kidney cancer and many other illnesses. We need to address it and making sure that there's alternatives to PFAS, that the gear that we wear to protect ourselves in the public isn't signing our own death warrant. Last year, President Biden signed legislation that prohibits the Department of Defense from purchasing any turnout clothing that contains the PFAS once a commercially available option is on the market. 
However, advocates want to change right now, and tomorrow firefighters will hold a rally outside the U.S. Capitol to urge Congress to help remove PFAS from firefighter gear and provide resources needed to find safer alternatives. Senators from both parties plan to push a bill this week that would ban TikTok. The bill aims to block foreign-owned technology that could be a potential security threat to the country. TikTok is owned by Chinese company ByteDance, so it could fall under these conditions. Concern over the app is high after it was revealed TikTok was taking data from American users. The app is pushing back, saying barring it would be an act of censorship. All right, check out this video. San Bernardino Mountains in California. Some people who live there say they have been snowed in their homes for about 12 days now. Snow in the community is just piled several feet high. The roof of the community's only grocery store collapsed under the weight of the snow last week, and people say they're, they are running low on supplies now. Snowed in. Uh, we're having to snowshoe out of our uh, out of our road here to get groceries, to get supplies, and to check on our neighbors. There's a lot of uh, you know, elderly and disabled people in the area that need help as well. And we're doing what we can to check on them. And they're talking about hiking to the grocery store. One person who lives in that community tracked a plea for help in the snow in 10 foot high letters saying, help us. Well, we have been snowless this winter. Instead, we've enjoyed some really nice weather. This weekend was just gorgeous. Elizabeth Gardner in the WRS Severe Weather Center with how long we can hold on to the warmth. We've got two more days, and then we start to see a pattern change on Wednesday, and our temperatures will turn cooler, and it looks like that pattern will set up all the way through the end of the month. So very interesting. It's not the first time this has happened. I can remember in years past, we've had winters where we either had a really warm January or a really warm February, and then all of a sudden March, we you know, went back to or below normal. So um, we're going <laughs> to, winter's going to try to come back in the spring and say, hey, wait, no, I'm not quite done yet. Oh, it'll be interesting. 42 right now. Our dew point is 35, so it's nice and dry and we'll stay chilly this morning, but we see a quick warm up this afternoon. We're going to see temperatures jumping into the mid to upper 60s by lunchtime and we hit upper 60s yesterday, so it should feel nice to be outside at lunchtime if you have that opportunity. We have some 30s on the map this morning. It's 38 in Southern Pines and 34 in Roxborough. We have a big, gorgeous moon. It's not quite full, but it looks beautiful out there. It's 39 in Goldsboro and it's 40 degrees in Clinton. Temperatures, because skies are clear, will probably continue to fall a little bit more. We could have some other spots dropping into the 30s. Clinton, uh, South Hill, Rocky Mount all could drop into the 30s because we're pretty close to it already. And we do have some cold mornings in our forecast and some much cooler afternoons. But today looks gorgeous. 71 in, Gold in uh, Roxborough, 76 in Fayetteville, 72 Rocky Mount, 74 in Southern Pine. So just some, some beautiful weather in our forecast. This is a look at the map that shows us the difference between the temperatures and what's normal. So when you see the red colors here, that means temperatures are way above normal. The blue color contours are temperatures well below normal. So you can see the reds and yellows for the next couple of days. And then we see the light blues moving in. So we're not going to see temperatures well below normal, but it's going to feel so much colder because we've been so far above normal for at least the last couple of months. Here's a look at our cooler temperatures. So normal high is 60. So when we see our high on Wednesday of 59, that's actually not too far from normal. Same thing with 61. That is colder on Friday. Friday at 51 and Friday we may see some showers so it may be a chilly wet day on Friday but definitely the next couple of days day and tomorrow will be absolutely beautiful. It's going to be a big dip in the jet stream that starts to bring us the colder air and you can watch that really start to kick in by next Wednesday. This is not this Wednesday but this is a week and a half from now. You can see this really cold air that dips down into our part of the country. 
So once this starts, it's going to be with us for a while. So enjoy the next two beautiful days. It's not going to be terrible on Tuesday and on Wednesday and Thursday, just closer to normal for this time of year. Over the weekend, we're looking at rain on Saturday, but it'll be dry on Sunday. And don't forget, we do go back to daylight saving time this weekend. All right. <laughs> Spring forward, right? Mm -hmm. That's All right, right. I'm ready. Royal family may be getting closer to patching things up. There's an invitation that is being laid out to Harry and Meghan that could bring everyone together again. And in the next hour, a renewed push to reopen a Raleigh mosque. How the community is coming together to try to get the doors back open. Four fifty-two is the time right now as you look live from our WRL live cam network over North Hills. Right here is in the low 40s in much of our viewing area right now and a good day on the way. Going to reach the 70s here in Raleigh. Estimated nearly half a million veterans and their families who were stationed at Camp Lejeune from 1957 through 1987 were made seriously ill from the base's contaminated water supply. In August, the Camp Lejeune Justice Act was passed to expand health care coverage and other benefits to sick service members and their families. But as Brian Yenis shows us, they still have not gotten the help. Romano of New Jersey remembers his time at Camp Lejeune in North Carolina as a Marine in 1984. It was either the hose or the, or the water fountain. That's pretty much how you cooled off after the runs. Everybody needs water, but you guys especially on that base. Everything revolved around the water that was on that base. Romano believes it was the contaminated water that permeated the grounds of Camp Lejeune since the 1950s that caused his testicular cancer and hepatitis. The hurt that I feel inside with regards to uh, what they did, it's just, it's just, it's really. You feel betrayed? Oh, 100%. I just don't understand. We're all Marines, so we're all, we're all serving the same flag. According to a 2014 CDC report, the source of the contamination was due to the waste disposal practices of an off-base dry cleaning firm. Romano has recently joined one of multiple class action lawsuits against Camp Lejeune. The Congressional Budget Office has estimated that payouts to claimants will amount to about $6.7 billion through 2031. San Diego-based attorney Andrew Van Arsdale is part of the legal team representing the plaintiffs. So you literally have hundreds of thousands of Marines and their families going through that base during this time all exposed to this toxic water. Patricia Regent and her husband, who was a Marine corporal, moved to Camp Lejeune in 1970. Decades later, she developed bladder and kidney cancer. Her husband had bladder cancer as well, despite no family history on either side. Patricia got pregnant with the couple's daughter, Jody, while living on base, but moved before she was born. Jody recently developed metastatic carcinoma and has been told it is a terminal prognosis. You become overwhelmed with guilt over the fact that, you know, why is this happening to my daughter? You know, let it happen to me, not happen to her. I don't want her to feel guilty. It's not their fault. That's where my dad was stationed and this is happening. Officials say they are starting the process of making initial contact with some of the people involved in about 20,000 of those claims. At this time, no claims have been fully settled. 
Some troubling news this morning about the popular keto diet. New research shows the low-carb, high-fat diet may put you more at risk for heart disease. Scientists found the diet produced higher levels of bad cholesterol and doubled the risk of developing heart disease. Researchers say while they found an association between the diet and heart disease, they did not determine what the cause is. King Charles III is apparently trying to bring his family back together. The Sunday Times reports Prince Harry and Meghan Markle have been invited to the King's coronation. It is unclear if they will accept that invitation. The Duke and Duchess of Sussex removed themselves from royal duties more than three years ago. King Charles' coronation is scheduled for May 6th at Westminster Abbey. If you have some old cookbooks lying around, you may have more than just some recipes. Collection experts say vintage cookbooks are very popular right now, and some could be worth a small fortune. Listings on eBay are ringing hundreds or even thousands of dollars. The value hinges on factors including unique recipes, artistic value, and celebrity status. If your dog has a face only its owner could love, it might be a prize winner. The world's ugliest dog contest is once again taking submissions. The competition says it is not about making fun of ugly dogs, but rather to celebrate the imperfections that make all dogs special and unique. It's been going on for nearly 50 years, and it emphasizes the importance of adoption. Applications can be submitted online through June 21st, and the winner will be crowned two days later in California. Social media threats and weapons being brought to school. Just two reasons why school districts are looking at weapons detection system. We're live in Harnett County this morning with a look at what's being considered here today. A major road closure delayed over the weekend may get started soon. An update on when your drive near the state fairgrounds may be facing a detour. And we may be about to see another spike in gas prices. The change that's coming soon that could make the cost to fill your tank even higher. So when I was looking to transfer, it was um, a lot of one-on-one -on -one, and it didn't feel like I got lost in a huge university because I knew that if I came here, there was going to be someone I could talk to about every aspect of the courses I needed to take. But also, too, I loved the smaller classroom sizes, and I liked how interactive and immersive all of the learning was going to be. It wasn't just going to be me sitting in a room with a couple hundred people and a professor who didn't know my name. To find out more about transferring to William Peace University, visit peace.edu. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing, and now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun, Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino-style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.